Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Dance Principles United podcast. We are so excited to be back in your ears this week. Hello, Miss Beck. How are you, my love? I am super pumped to be here, excited to um, be in Thailand with you in just a few weeks' time, Amanda. That's super exciting as well, right? It's about a, like it's about a month. How exciting is that? It is so, so close. Um, pumped to do that. We're going to have to do some podcasts uh, together. They might end up like our fireside chats that we did last time we were together. We brought Kim in, your partner, and Nath as well. We actually had a lot of fun doing those. We might have to do some more from the pool in Thailand, I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but it's going to be nice to be in the same room as you. Um, but we have a really important topic today and something that we've been talking to our tribe and SGC members a lot about. And I think sometimes as studio owners, we just think that every single person understands dance the same way that we do. And I think we really need to self-reflect as leaders and realise that actually most people didn't grow up doing dance they don't know how to do their kids' hair. They probably don't know how to do their kids' makeup. And we need to be understanding of that. Absolutely. So we put a slide up um, in our Studio Growth Club um, the other day on one of our calls. And the slide said this. This is our statement that we're sticking with. Not everyone's dance. Rev- uh, <laughs> I just can't believe I just stuffed that up. Wait. <laughs> cut scratch it back let's try this again all right the statement was not everyone's life revolves around dance not everyone's life revolves around dance not everybody's life revolves around dance and I think that's so easy to forget right for us you know both of us and probably a lot of you might have been studio owners for 20 years before that we were those kids that were obsessed with dancing for 20 years before that as well, or however long you've been in your journey. But for most of us, you know, probably since we were five at least, we have been dance obsessed. Our whole world has revolved around dance. But that's not the case for most people. No. And look, it's been very interesting for me to see the journey of my beautiful sister-in-law, Janie. Um, And she has a boy called Billy who is very talented And I realized that from one of the very first times that I met her. And um, Billy's about 10 years old and he's obsessed with drama and singing and dancing and all the things. And so I said Mm. to Janie, got to get him into dance. Um, Mm. She's a footy mum. She's grown up with footy. All her kids play footy um, amongst other sports. She's honestly, Amanda, like the most amazing mum you would ever meet. She's just so calm and beautiful with her kids. She's and super invested in them. You know, she makes sure they're all doing things they love and all of that. So, so, she's so gone, great. She's so great. She's gone to this dance school for the first time. And how, it's just, how long ago did he start dancing? Did Billy start? Well, dancing? she started at kind of like a hip-hop kind of school. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's moved him across to a musical theatre school. So he's maybe been dancing for a year now. 
I okay, would say. Still still really early stages, yeah. Still yeah. really early, but let me tell you, they just did a the musical Shrek and he was Pinocchio in Shrek. This is how talented he is. Kermond Management was there and Kermond Management has just signed him. Oh, incredible. He's really incredible. But she totally doesn't get the world of dance. Yeah. And and like so do most of our parents, right? That's the exact right. same thing. So like, you know, what has she been struggling with? Right. So first of all, I want to say she struggles with what sort of classes he has to do and doesn't understand why he has to do those classes. So, mm. for example, they were telling her that he needed to do two ballet classes a week to be a part of this show group thing. And she's like, why does he have to do ballet? This is so stupid. He doesn't even like ballet. I'm not going to force him to do a ballet class because of this. So it's me then explaining to her why that needed to happen. And actually, Amanda, mm. this happened similar in my school not very long ago. So even mm. I have to keep self-reflecting on this. We have a boy, very talented, loves ballet actually, didn't want to do technique and flexibility anymore, but needed to do that to do jazz. And so his mum was like, oh, I'll just pull him out of all three. That's fine. And when I spoke to her and explained that flexibility and technique is actually really important, not just for his jazz, but also for his ballet, she said to me, oh, thank you so much for explaining that. I didn't understand that. But in my head, I thought that was common sense, but it's not. Absolutely not. And most parents, you know, don't understand, you know, for example, those class requirements, whether that's ballet, whether that's technique, whatever that is, they don't understand the why behind it. I think that's such a big thing to reflect on, not just saying to someone, oh, you have to do two ballet classes, but it's explaining why ballet is important, the technique that they're learning in this and that, how that all interconnects. It's so important to educate our parents because, you know, to us, obviously, it's it's simple. We know why they have to do ballet. We get it. But what about those parents? Their life doesn't revolve around dance. Right. Here's another one for you, and I don't think I've told you this one. Mm. So when he was in the show, he came out from the first performance and he said to his mum um, that he didn't make it back on stage for one section because he had to run into the toilet and get changed because he realised halfway through the show that he had the wrong underwear on and he was embarrassed by it. Mm. Interesting that. And she yeah. said to me, I didn't know that you had to buy special underwear for him for dance. So apparently all the boys in the show had these special bike pants kind of things on um, so that they felt comfortable changing and he had a pair of red undies on. And yeah. so ran to the toilet to get changed and then was late coming back onto stage. Absolutely. And that's no not idea. what you – and that's, you know, as a teacher or a studio owner, the last thing we want is for our kids to be embarrassed, to feel self-conscious, to be – you know, struggling with their quick changes or whatever that is. Um, but then once again, you know, it's about educating the parents so they, they can, like, set their kids up for success because obviously as his mum, she didn't know she was meant to do that. So no one had told her. So therefore, you know, it, that could quite possibly, like, ruin the, you know, that whole experience and, you know, hopefully that's not the case for him. But for other kids it might be, oh, I'm never dancing again. That was horrible. I hated that, right? Right, totally. Um, mm. Another one was makeup. So they had that the boys had to wear this certain type of makeup and blah, blah, blah. And look, she read it religiously, did all the things, made sure that his foundation was two shades darker because that's what it said, put all the makeup on him. And then when they got there, none of the other boys had makeup on. And she was like devastated about that. And it was oh. like, 
Yeah, and obviously those boys, you know, didn't feel comfortable, whatever it was, but she had no idea about that. And then she was like, so she's messaging me. Do I keep putting the makeup on him? Do I not keep putting Like, It's just like, you know, and this is not the school's fault. This is a really exceptional school. Um, and, you know, it's definitely, I actually recommend this school for him because it's a super awesome school for musical theatre in his area. So it's not a bad school. But it's just things that I probably wouldn't even say to parents that you just go, right, I've never thought of it that way. It's just great yeah. to self- Absolutely. And thinking it from the parents' perspective. And when we talked about it with our Studio Growth Club members the other day, we were talking about it in terms of, we were talking about communication as a generalised theme and how busy parents are and how much stuff they've got on. And, you know, we always hear that teacher or that studio owner or whatever going, oh, my God, I can't believe they haven't read their note. But you know what? As a parent, probably in Janie's case, also in your case, in my case, all the things, you know, we have lots of kids doing lots of activities on top of school, on top of our own personal social life, on top of our jobs. Like there's so many things that go into running a family um, and that are going on in everybody's life. It's not fair to expect everyone just to constantly be thinking about dance and just be so like, you know, dance focused that they can just drop everything and come to an extra rehearsal or, you know, whatever that is, or that, you know, sometimes that they're going to miss emails. It's going to happen. Yeah. There's so many moving parts. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I know just from my family how many moving parts there are. Um, and, you know, she she had this issue that he had his very first dance competition, Amanda, on a Saturday morning. Now, also on a Saturday morning, she had to get one kid to soccer and one kid to basketball. Yeah, That's a lot of moving parts. Mm. And she just thought that she would be, she couldn't understand or didn't realise that she couldn't just drop him at the Steadford and leave him there go and drop the other kids to their activities and then come back and watch him or whatever and then go get the other kids, which is what she needed to do because the expectation is that you stay with that child at the comp. That's always the expectation. And so that was interesting for her, you know, and we had one of our SGC members say, well, I'm sure she stays at the football game. And it's like, yeah, maybe she does, but maybe she doesn't. Like, You know, when you've just got that many moving parts, it's tricky. You can't just say, oh, well, that child's the superstar, so they, I have to prioritise them because what about the basketball kid? What about the soccer kid? Absolutely. Like, got to prioritise everyone. It's hard, you know, and it's it's easy for us as studio owners, and I do it as well, to, to go, well, as if they shouldn't know that. Like how many times have we said that in our head, but actually they probably shouldn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, you know, so important just to remember that, that there's so much going on for every single um, family that sometimes you've got to give them a bit of a break rather than, I think that's the big thing that I'd love for everyone to kind of take away from this is rather than going, oh my God, I can't believe that parent showed up late or they didn't know the requirements about makeup or how did they not understand that the ballet was compulsory or you know, they, I can't believe they didn't read their email properly. Actually thinking about it the other way and thinking, wow, those families have a lot going on in their life. You know, I know they've got four kids. Each of their four kids do three different activities on top of school, on top of all the things. God, they must get a, a lot of notes and a lot of information sent to them. How can I better serve these people? And how can I give them better information that makes it easier for them to find, to 
know what they need to do and keep on top of everything. I think that's how we should be flipping our mindset, right? Yeah, totally. And we talked a lot in the SGC retreat about self-reflection. It's like, you know, rather than blaming the parent, blaming the teacher, blaming everyone else, look back at yourself and go, okay, how could I have fixed that situation for that parent? Mm. You know, is it a makeup tutorial that you're sending them so they know exactly how to do their child's makeup? Because not everyone knows how to do makeup and not everyone knows how to do stage makeup. Is it a hair tutorial that's helping them? Is it keeping the hair a bit simpler so they don't have to do such a difficult hair stuff? Not everyone knows how to slick your hair back in a bun, you know? Like, not everyone knows how to braid. Like I, right. I could not braid. Like I'm that parent right. who could not braid hair. Right. I, um, my three girls have very thick, very long hair. I, I cannot braid. And right. so as a studio owner, I've never put braids as a hairstyle because I can't do it myself. So I don't know how I would actually expect anybody else to do it. I don't think that's fair on the parents. You know, that's just a, like a silly example. But what are you thinking? And, you know, thinking about those parents, like Saturday morning comp, do they also have to get a kid to basketball, one to soccer, and then try and braid as well? God, that's a lot. Like yeah. what can you do to make it easier on those parents and, you know, really make sure that you're making dance a, a fun, exciting thing that's not hard all the time? Yeah, totally agree. So a little bit of self-reflection. I've definitely had to self-reflect after this experience um, and listening to JD and, you know, her messages and things like that. Um, And I think if we can all self-reflect like that and just realize that just because it's obvious to us as studio owners, it's not always obvious to everyone else. Absolutely. I love that message. Dance isn't everybody's life. It might be ours, but it's not everyone's life. Have a great week, guys. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Um, Give us a follow on Instagram. We'd love to hear if any of this um, hit home for you. Um, Drop us a DM and we can't wait to chat to you again next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.